This is season one bonus content. The Lord will provide. You can find the show notes for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com slash the Lord will provide. Then he said, do not lay a hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your only son from me. Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in the place of his son. And Abraham named that place, The Lord Will Provide. So today it is said, It will be provided on the Lord's mountain. Genesis chapter 22 verses 12 through 14. CSB. Welcome back to the Psalms to God podcast. I know I have been super slacking on bonus episodes. I have been so busy, but I have not forgotten. And I wanted to come back to talk about names of God. And the name that I wanted to talk about today is Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. This is one of my favorite names of God, um, even though it's only used once in the Bible. And that one time is in Genesis chapter 22, verse 14. The context around this verse is that Abraham has been asked to take Isaac, his only legitimate child or the child of promise, um, to this mountain and sacrifice him. And, you know, it sounds absolutely ridiculous. I am really not sure that any of us would have the nerve uh, to go through with this. And we would definitely be second guessing it. God has told us not to kill people. um, So we would be like, what? What? That's definitely not God telling me to do that. But Abraham had an immense amount of faith. Um, One of the things I love about this entire, the entire context of this is that it shows growth in Abraham because In the beginning, when God tells Abraham that he's going to have this son and, you know, Abraham's an old man, his wife's an old woman. He's like, huh, no, Um, they really didn't have that much faith. In fact, that's why Abraham ends up sleeping with their servant, Hagar, and how Ishmael comes into this entire picture because they didn't necessarily trust that God would keep his promise that they would have this chosen son. Now we see that Abraham has the son. It's a miracle. And God is saying, go sacrifice him. And Abraham is trusting that everything is going to be okay. Um, Most scholars agree that Abraham was fully confident that his son was not going to die. That whatever happened, either he was going to be resurrected or you know, God was going to provide another sacrifice as he did. Um, But Abraham knew that God was not going to take this son from him. 
And so he went full faith, full steam ahead, and was fully prepared for this. And there's so many things to go into about that particular, this particular situation, but that's not what the episode's about. It's about the name. (laughs) And of course, um, the name comes from the fact that God provided the ram to sacrifice in place of Isaac. And of course, looking forward, um, if, if you're familiar with the verse that um, there were the shadow of things to come, a lot of things that happened in the Old Testament were preparing us for what was going to happen in the New Testament, preparing us for what Jesus would accomplish Um, basically telling the story before it happened. And this is one of those things where, you know, God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son. This was the beginning of God's covenant with a people. And obviously the seed had been promised well before Abraham, all the way back in Genesis. But he's saying, you know, I'm going to carry the seed through these people. And this is going, this is where the sacrifice is going to come from. And so, this was kind of that introduction of the idea of sacrificing the only begotten son, which is what God ultimately did for us. He provided that gift. He provided that sacrifice. And he also provided the literal sacrifice for Abraham. And so, I mean, obviously for, on a spiritual level, this is a very deep um, name and it's it's very, very important to understand how deep and how I don't even have a word for it how you know gracious God is to provide that sacrifice but it's not just that it's the little things it's so much smaller and and bigger at the same time you know I've been in so many situations where I, I don't have the things that I need. I don't know what to do. Um, but God always provides, whether it's a way out, whether it's monetary provisions, whether I'm hungry and somebody brings some free food to the break room at work. Like there has never been a time where I have called on God for something and he hasn't met that need. Now, as always, it may not be in my time. There are definitely some things that I have asked for from God that did not come in the time that I wanted it, but it turned out way better. Um, One example, I was actually discussing just yesterday. I have this picture hanging up in my job. It is a picture of me getting my first computer. And that picture is hilarious. I found it a couple of months before I graduated with my PhD in computer science. And I found the picture so entertaining because in the picture, it's me, my mom, and my dad, and the computer, and off to the side, there is this stuffed Dalmatian. What I had asked for was a real Dalmatian. I wanted a real Dalmatian puppy, and instead, my parents got me a stuffed Dalmatian puppy, and... um a real computer. And at the time, I was really upset because I didn't want a computer. I wanted a puppy. I did get a puppy much later, maybe five, 
six years later. Um, and that is the dog that I had all the way through my life. I had that dog for 15 years. It was not a 